Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 349. And away. We go. Everybody, welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Michael J. Putty. And man, for the last 24 hours, I've been feeling like shit. I don't know what's going on. I feel very sick. But I'm here because you know what always makes me feel better? Being right. And if I'm always right, someone's got to be wrong. Please introduce my co host, Marcus Schwan. Marcus, welcome to another episode. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, Putty? Wow. Dude, it's funny how like this this has been a wild week in wrestling because at one point we're texting each other, we're like, hey, it looks like looks like you were wrong, buddy. Yeah, you texted like, me yeah, that. Looks... Text me that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You're like, hey, show's yours pretty much, right? Yep. And the, the the press conference and SmackDown all pretty much confirmed that you might be right. Yep. What was it again? The bet was like Cody is not facing Seth Rollins Correct. at WrestleMania, right? Yep, and okay. there's going to be an elimination chamber in, uh, to determine Seth's number one contender. Right. Check, check. Right. Check, check. Well, here yeah. we are. That's a little boost you of are, Yeah. You are not leaving Shadow Wrestling. I needed to win. Eh, well, part of the ship, part of the crew, take part it. of the ship, part take, of the crew. Take that you want to you take it. How are you doing, buddy? You ready for the Super Bowl? By the time this airs, it's been done, so I'm hoping we won some money. Yeah, dude. I, I'm... I'm hoping I win some money as well. <laughs> I don't know what bet I'm going to do. I didn't, I've got some boxes, but the numbers aren't that great, of course. I never get good numbers, but... Yeah, my numbers aren't that good either, so... Unless, like, like a few of them, I have to really rely on a two-point conversion, I think, or a safety. So, I don't know about yeah, that. I forgot what game was. I had good numbers, and there was a safety, and it fucked me over. I'm like, oh. Oh, God, of course, right? Fucking they, dude. I can never win. I don't know why. I said every year, so I'm never going to do this again. And I still do it. Last year, I did win. Uh, so I, I'm hoping to get some money back uh, this year. Uh, Super Bowl, man, like, I'm not doing any of those crazy prop bets. Like, are, are you doing anything crazy? Like, what's the craziest bet you're looking to do? I like the crazy bets. I don't like to do it. I like the bigger the plus number, the more it draws my eye to it. Yeah. Because, again, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I sent you a pretty crazy one. In the yeah, week. and I figured my luck, that would uh, I would hit half of it. I don't like to bet a lot of money if I'm not going to win a lot of money. Yeah, I know. So, so if I'm betting 50 bucks, I'm not going to bet make a bet if I only win 20. So that's why I tend to do the crazier prop bets. I think two years ago I did both quarterbacks throw for over 350 yards and so-and-so and so-and-so get a touchdown. Not that bad. 350 yards is a lot to get in a game. One of them did. The other one was close to doing it. So I might do something like that. But we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. Hopefully I'll uh, I hit something. I haven't officially locked in my bet yet. I'm looking to do something you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to switch over here. I'm looking to take San Francisco plus three and a half, parlaying that with Brock Purdy 
225 passing yards. So you're picking the 49ers to win? 49ers, no. Uh, I'm picking them as the underdogs, actually. They're getting three and a half points. Oh, that's, that's where you lose me. What do you want to win? Uh, whoever's going to get me money. I don't care who wins. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mercenary when it comes to football, man. I have no feelings, no heart whatsoever, man. I'm, I'm a stone-cold killer. Whatever gets me my money, I'm good to go. I know you had no heart. I saw those comments you made today in the post about A.J. Pan getting booted in the face. It was great. Okay. I love that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, of course you did. Very- oh, but you, but it's okay for me to get misses in the face. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What? Wh- why is it different? Do you deserve it? How do I deserve it? Aren't you in your brood error? Isn't that what people in your brood error do? Get missed it in Yo, the face? What the fuck? Why did you steal my <laughs> shit? It's just such a douchey picture. And uh, I, you always post these douchey pictures. And I don't like taking pictures of myself. But for some reason, I was drawn to like, let me just, this is too easy not to make fun of this and see who gets it. So I took a picture, posted that I was in my brood error, brood error, and uh, most people got it. Most people got it. Preach. Thanks. It was a home run. Hit a home run. I keep doing that. So keep posting pictures, please. Post douchey pictures. I, I'm just, it's a picture of myself. Enough said. Oh, God. It's like that face you have. Like the, that douchey smile. Like that that look. What look? That. that right there. Makes you this look gets me money. This look gets me money. Don't know how. This look, this look feeds my daughter. Don't know how. Don't know how. That's, that's mean. You're basically you're saying is I have a face for radio is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. People say I'm a good-looking person. You? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm saying you're the one who says it. No, does a anybody, lot of does people anybody say else say I'm that? A good-looking person. Is that your mom? A your lot wife? of people do. No, only people do. They don't even say that. Well, true story. At one point, I was this is actually from a director. I didn't get a part because I was too good-looking for the part. True story. Okay. Ready? We want to see what's trending. Fair enough, fine. So, Swerve Strickland had an interview that caught a lot of people's eye here with Fightful Wrestling at Fightful. Swerve Strickland, when I got the phone call to go back to WWE, I didn't even answer it. Which is wild to think, man. Like, who doesn't pick up a phone call from WWE? So, it makes me wonder, buddy, is Swerve in the best spot possible at AEW? I mean, the best spot possible, yes, because there's no spot for him in WWE. But yeah, he's killing it. Why would he want to go back? You know what I'm saying? Like, they misused him. Never gave him a chance. There's a whole different regime over there now. People didn't want to go back because of the buck stop at Vince. Whole new ball game over there. So what? how would he be treated over there? Probably differently now that he's a he's shown that he is a superstar over there. He can be a face of a company, can do these main event matches. But I think right now he's going for the title. So yeah, right now he's in the best possible position for him. In AW. But did not take that phone call, though. Not even to hear them out. Because, yeah, I mean, it's no... Did you say when it was? no secret. What's that? Did you say when this phone call was? I did not see when it was. The interview just came out. One would have to think, like, it, I mean, when did he just rise in popularity? I mean, it was definitely after the regime change. Or was it you know? when, they, when they brought back in Hit Row? They wanted to bring him back. It was mm. early on when they brought him, when they realized, oh, wait, these guys, we want to keep these guys. Let me do it. When Vince first left. But to, at, at the very least, to hear the phone call, to hear them out, to see what they had to say. You know, I mean, yeah, you make some, you make some good points about him and his spot in AEW. Like, of course he's going to be happy. He's 
he's killing it over there. He's showing more and more that he's a main event player. You know, um, it seems like him and Prince Nana have a good thing going. It seems like he's destined to become, I guess he would be the AEW, for, uh, AEW's first black world heavyweight champion, right? If he does defeat so. Samoa Joe. I believe so. Right. Which is a which would be a big deal. That would be history in AEW. But, you know, again, WWE, I mean, they have more money, right? They they definitely have a bigger a bigger base than W than AEW. Yeah, in my opinion, it would be at least worth the phone call. You see what they're doing with Cody Rhodes, you see how they're gonna build up Jade Cargill. Um, and you see like, you know, the returning talents have come back and see what they did with them. You know, like it, it, it does. I would at least take the phone call to see what they had to offer. Cause Swerve, Swerve Strickland, obviously crushing AEW. He could obviously do the same thing in WWE and become a bigger star over there. We don't know. Again, we just talked about it last week. There's too many, it's too crowded. There's too many spots. Not enough openings over there. But the thing, the difference is, all right. So we talked about last week about Mal- Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews, right? Phenomenal wrestlers. But the difference between Swerve Strickland and those two is the fact that Swerve Strickland has a, a bigger personality. He's much more larger than life. And he could also wrestle. You know, so, like, when you have those things going for you, you tend to break out in WWE. You tend to, your stardom does tend to rise, and there would be a place for you. Uh, if you're just a really good wrestler and have a somewhat decent character, then it becomes harder. He probably got to start over again. Start. He, he worked his way up. Swerve was who was Swerve in AEW? I don't know. I never pay attention. I fast forward his matches, his promos. I don't care. Uh, but he won me over. I think he's not going to go into the WWE in the spot he is now. He would have to start and work his way up again. You think so? Yeah, I don't think so. Well, I'm usually right, so. But, like, uh, all right, do you think Jade Cargill, right? Yeah. Obviously, a big name from AEW, was never in WWE before other than a tryout. Yeah. Right? They, they they thrust her right into the Royal Rumble, and she looked like a star there. It's not like she's starting over. Well, when she makes her debut, we'll see where she is. That was just a Royal Rumble appearance. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you think we see her at WrestleMania? I would assume so. But I wouldn't be surprised if you don't. Monday after or Friday after Mania, yeah. Like I feel like there, there have been talks about Jade Cargill versus Bianca Belair for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't see Bianca winning the Elimination Chamber match. So then, no. what what do you do with her? And that would be a prime time matchup there, WrestleMania forty. Would it not? It would. It would. Got to start building up now, though. You got to start putting your guard now. Would it be too soon, too quick? Start doing it now, next week. Let's turn it up. Let's do it now. I mean, well, they would have to do it somewhere around time elimination chamber. Like, is Jade Cargill competing for that or no? Uh, we don't know. They didn't announce the participants. I would we, doubt it. They they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. You don't want to put her in a match she's going to lose. Mm. True. True. So that probably means like the Monday Night Raw after elimination chamber. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling. I feel like we're going to see. Oh yeah, or SmackDown. Jade Cargill is probably most likely going to wind up WrestleMania. The point I'm trying to make with this is that that is an AEW product that they're already building to be a star. Swerve Strickland would not have to start over. I think um, just because you see him trending quite often, uh, he's definitely got a hell of an audience. Like. Uh, it would be it would make sense, but it does seem like Swerve Strickland wants to be an AEW lifer. I don't blame him. 
But all right, buddy, let's move on here to your favorite promotion, TNA. Huge news. Huge news from TNA. And had people in an uproar. WrestleOps at WrestleOps. Scott Diamore has been fired as president of TNA Wrestling. Anthony Sicone? Sicone? Don't care. President, Anthem's president of entertainment has been named the new president of TNA Wrestling and will run day-to-day uh, of the promotion. That's according to PWI Insider. Putty, how do you feel about this? Uh, I, I can kind of tell how you feel. Well, how much of an impact, no pun intended, will this have on the product? This is ridiculous. TNA's cursed. I, sw- I swear to God, TNA's cursed. This is fucking ridiculous. The stupidest fucking move. It's pissed me off so many. And I was really warmed the fact that I was not only the only one. This is makes no fucking sense. There was uh, some tension between him and this new management for a while now. He tried. He offered to buy TNA outright an offer they considered really wish they would have done it because this is this is this is ridiculous TNA had a stack roster back in the day they were doing good stuff but what was the downfall that people that kept shitting on them for it was a, a lack of management they were doing good and then it would hurt them as there was somebody else get the keys to the kingdom and then it would go downhill we're doing the same thing over again now Somebody who doesn't know a shit about wrestling is now in charge right, of Right, that's the that's the big thing. You're right. Yeah. The president of what the entertainment the division of Anthem, whatever the fuck that means. Right. Is now going to operate day to day operations for TNA. Don't you have other shit on your desk to do? Is this the only entertainment wing of Anthem? What what else does Anthem have? I don't even know. I think it's Access TV, no? And I'm assuming Access, the ticket site? I have no other than that, I have no fucking clue. I have, I have no clue at all, but like you're right. This would be like Ari Emanuel taking over creative of WWE. Mm-hmm. Not going to necessarily work. No. So and it's and just listen to everybody. Moose Moose did an interview that he I think it was during oh, a yeah. hiatus that he was asked why he didn't go to WWE. He said, you know, uh, his loyalty to uh, Scott Demore. Everybody's loyalty to Scott Demore. That's the one thing you hear about people staying with TNA. Why stay with TNA? Why why do you resign with TNA? Nine times out of ten, it was because of Scott Demore, and uh, I don't know. Is it true? Is it true that Tommy Dreamer did say, like, you know, if people want to leave because of this, they could have that discussion? I would hope so. I would imagine. Do you do you think a lot of people are going to leave because of this? No. Well, I think they'll give it a chance. Everyone, you need a paycheck. Everyone right. wants a paycheck. So see uh, how it goes. See what the budget is, because Scott DeBoer wanted a larger budget. They did not want to give it to him. And because of that, they fired him? Like, that's wild. They could have just said no don't and know. move on. Don't know. Don't know. Is TNA's cursed? We're back into the, oh, TNA doing being doing TNA things. Like, Scott DeMore is, like, the heart and soul of TNA. Like, he's the reason why, actually, they had a relationship with WWE to get Jordan Grace into the Royal Rumble. Like, he's got good relations. He's got good relations in AEW as well. Like, it, 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 it just seemed to work. And the talent, they love him. Yeah. Like, th- this could have a, a huge effect. Like, obviously, we didn't see the ripple effect of it yet because, you yeah. know, obviously, Trinity was on impact. And we we know she's not live there. Yeah, they, they take so, the head, yeah. Right. So, we're not going to know what it's going to look like, for, yeah, for probably another month, right? Yeah. 
they have a pay-per-view or coming up. I think it's the 23rd of February. That's we'll be live. And then that, the next, that weekend they'll do the tapings. I don't know. Really don't know. This is, this is ridiculous. The apex of TNA heights getting bigger and better. And now here we are. Uh, Brian, Pen- Brian Penzer, Penzer. I think I re- even retweeted itself. One of the things he said was, uh, Scott Demore took TNA when it was nothing to build it back up. It wasn't for him. It would be a library in WB Vault, and yeah, that's true. He's one hundred percent. I've heard right. that rumor many times. Oh, they're be trying to buy yeah. a library and this or that. Uh, I can't imagine TNA without Scott Demore. Uh, especially the last couple of years, I've been getting more into it. It's just fucking ridiculous. I don't know what it's, to say. It's it seemed like the direction they were going. Actually, it seemed like they were the trajectory up yep. while AEW was kind of going down. It seemed like TNA could have eventually, maybe in the next year or so, like surpass AEW as number two. I even think I read it a couple weeks ago that they were starting to look for a bigger network. Exactly. Which we say with everyone well, says that that's not going to happen. No. I don't know what they're going to do. They're trying to incorporate it into what more of their style and image. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? What style and image do they have? Your logo is an owl. What does that fucking mean? Oh, I, mean I don't know, man. It, it, <laughs> is their champion going to be Owl Man? Or are they going to repackage Moose as an imagine, owl? Imagine. Oh my god! Imagine that. Yeah, Moose wanted to do it. We gotta look. We gotta look into what other stuff is in their portfolio because nothing of note. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. This is fucking ridiculous. I do wonder, like you know, switching back to Jordan Grace, like after like you know such a, a incredible showing at the Royal Rumble and obviously pressing the brass over there, if that would be an open door for like, I'm out. Maybe she impressed everybody back there. Over there. We'll see. And then it, what kind of domino effect that would have. Thank God Deanna Parazzo got, Parazzo got out when she did. Yeah. Now I feel bad for Dolph Ziggler, though. He's a perfect fit in TNA. Can't wait to see what he does. Now this. Well, Putty, I'm sorry, man. Uh, this, this does suck. I think a lot of wrestling fans, they feel this right now. But took, that took, is took all the wind I out have of our sales. Took the wind out of our sails. It's fucking ridiculous. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. All right, Marcus, again, some TV. What was trending this week? All right, Putty. Of course, we're going to start with Monday Night Raw. Yo, Drew McIntyre, I feel like he's been killing it every single week. And Twitter seems to he seems to agree. Crispy Wrestling at Crispy Wrestling. Drew McIntyre beat the shit out of Cody to end WWE uh, Raw and looked at the WrestleMania sign. For the love of God, Drew versus Seth versus Sammy and Roman versus Cody. Uh, Putty, what do you think? Should Drew McIntyre be the one to face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? Right now, he's got to be the front runner. Right. So, okay. So, going back, going back to the beginning of the show, right? Uh, you're right. So, Illumination Chamber is happening. Drew McIntyre qualified. Yep. Along with Randy Orton. And we have a whole bunch of other people that are going to be involved here. Or in play to be involved. He's got to be the hands-on favorite. Good for him. No, no I'm saying he's involved in the match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah match. Good for him. And one of the the, the Viking Warriors, too? Yeah. Well, he's been, he's been killing it, so good for him. He deserves that spot. He got a very lukewarm response when they announced oh, yeah. his name. No pop. <laughs> like, eh. But his in-ring work is pretty good, so I'll give him, you know, give him that they're noticing it. He's not going to win that match. He's not going to qualify, but he's going to get that spot. It's a nice spot for him. I don't know, man. Uh, he's probably the front runner. 
he has to be the odds on favorite. But then, like, you know, you got Randy Orton there. You have, uh, you know, LA Knight, you'd think is going to probably qualify unless AJ Styles screws him. Yeah, I think he's going to screw him. That's going to be the match at Mania. Logan Paul is going to be in there. Like, there's, there's going to be some heavy hitters involved. Mm-hmm. KO. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know which way this is going to go, but like, Drew McIntyre, obviously, you know, he's got the most momentum. And I got to feel bad for Sami Zayn because, like, you know, like, it seemed like his storyline was kind of tied to to Drew McIntyre. And then, uh, of course, we just saw on SmackDown one and done against Randy Orton. Yeah, I was surprised. So what, what, does, what does his road to WrestleMania look like? Do you think it's going to wind up being a triple threat? Or you think it's going to be one-on-one Drew versus Seth? Right now, I'm assuming it's going to be one-on-one Seth for somebody. Uh, if it is Drew, I don't know how Sammy works his way back in. So it looks like right now they're setting up to be a one-on-one match with Seth for somebody. It, it does seem like it's going that way. Of course... Poor Sammy, man. See. He went from main eventing Elimination Chamber last year and main eventing Night One of Raw to we don't know. Well, they have something for him. Do you think Drew McIntyre would beat Seth Rollins? I don't know. And do you think the co- Do you think the contract plays a role in this at all too? I would imagine so. You don't want to give it to him if he's not signed to a contract. You have to strip it away from him in a couple months. We'll see. I don't know. But you want to get Seth uh, some time off to heal, I would imagine. He's not going to be 100% there. Yeah. What, broken back? What is it? Torn meniscus? Yeah, something like that. Right? Like, the dude's crippled going into WrestleMania. Yeah. I want to mind if whoever he faces wins, if, like I said, Drew right now is the front runner, to get, just to get him some time off. Get him off my TV. Let him rest. Jesus. Thank you for your time. Yeah. You've done good work. But heal up now. I want to see you back full time. But yeah, I would not be surprised if Seth loses that mania. He has, he has a lengthy run, and he's banged up. Odds, it makes sense to that's when he handed off. Yeah, and, and maybe Drew after McIntyre, a program like, with uh, Sami Zayn and Drew. Other than Cody Rhodes, right now, like Drew McIntyre is the next one that has so much momentum going into WrestleMania, where you, where you think it's just it just has to be him, you know, and and it makes sense. But it seems like we both agree here, buddy. Uh, and of course, the, the contract situation. I think WWE would—they have to have something in play for him. If not, if he's not already resigned, to give him such a big spot. Maybe they use it. Harvest storyline going in. Who knows? It seems like Drew McIntyre's been dropping a lot of pipe bombs lately. So, figure that's going to be involved in there somehow. But let's move on here, Putty, to NXT. Carmella Hayes, dude. You hear those "fuck you" chants on NXT? Mm-hmm. Like, biggest heel right now, I would say. Humble Wrestling, at Wrestling Humble. Humble. That first promo after turning heel is one of the most important promos a wrestler will ever do, and Carmelo Hayes nailed it. I have to agree. I, he, he pulled some of that Shawn Michaels heat in there as well, which is great. He owned the fans. Putty, do you think Carmelo is the biggest heel in WWE right now outside of Roman Reigns? I don't know. I think it's hard to say because just that reaction was nuclear. But it's fresh. The wound's still raw. Let's see if he can carry this momentum, carry that reaction in the next couple weeks. And will that carry over to SmackDown? Will he be a heel on SmackDown going forward? You assume you, you would have to be. If he can be, then yeah, I would hope that he would be the continue that heat on SmackDown. See, it's weird. I thought he signed a contract with SmackDown. But yeah. I guess not. I don't know. I, I thought he was in 
I thought he did or was he talking about he had the, the folder or something. I don't remember either. It's very confusing. Or maybe he didn't. He had the folder and didn't actually sign yet. I don't know. A- anywho, like obviously he's still going to be NXT to finish up this storyline here with Trick Williams. And then what happens next? I think then obviously he goes on to SmackDown pretty soon, one would say. Yeah, you would assume this blows over at uh, Stand and Deliver. And it's either after the Mania shows that he comes in. Right. Like, I feel like this, this match is gaining so much momentum that it could it could possibly be on WrestleMania. No? Yeah. I mean, it's done, well, they've done a great job building it. Again, how many, how many people are watching NXT that are watching the main roster? We always talk about that. Valid point. So, Valid point. Um, but I feel like... Story, the, it's been building for months, almost a half a year now, so, or even not longer, so... I feel like you've you've been to plenty of WrestleManias. It feels like like whoever fourteen, 14. there you go. Whoever goes to WrestleMania, and it, it's from people all over the world. Yeah. They are heavily invested in the product. Yep. That you would think that they would know people in NXT and the storylines and whatnot, right? You would hope so. You would imagine so. Especially, dude, I saw the price of the ticket I had for WrestleMania. Like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And I didn't do any flights or hotels exactly, or anything yeah. like that. Those are a bitch, yeah. But he's killing it. He's done a great job. Uh, he came out. He had those FU chants that they had to edit out, uh, bleep out, of course. Yeah. And he, dude, he was relishing in the moment. Like, he owned it. This, like, he is, he's a fucking villain. He's a bad man. But I noticed they never went back to the FU chants. They moved on to something else. I think, I think, uh... Yeah, they, security they, were, said they were admonished, right? They were admonished during a commercial break. I was like, oh, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. You have to. Well, come on. Some decorum, please. You're on na- uh, national TV. But, uh, yeah. Like, chill out, Florida. Chill out. Yeah, Florida, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what Carmelo yeah. does next. He's a, he's a great villain. He, he, he surprisingly was a good face, but he, he's just built to be a bad guy, that character. So, see how it plays oh, off. Oh, dude. Like, and, and you talked about it last week and how good he is in the mic. Right, like, and there's no denying that you have him in this type of role as a heel. Like the dude, the dude could be like a main eventer. You know, I I know I said Trick Williams. I I did say my bold take is Trick Williams could be a bigger star than Carmelo Hayes. I still stand by that, but like Carmelo Hayes could, he could be the Joker to the Batman. You know, we could watch these two fight forever. Easily, yeah. Looking forward to it. Right, and like. I think other than who else in WWE gets that type of heat? Like Roman Reigns, The Rock right now, but like he's not necessarily like a full timer. Dominic. Um, Dominic was the only other one, right? Yep. A Dominic, I think, gets heat for like, different reasons. So Carmelo, like, it's more storyline invested. Why they're booing Carmelo? Yeah, to the attack, the, the big fan favorite. Yeah, that's what I mean. The the yeah. the wounds betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then pulled the Shawn Michaels swerve too on top of that classic yeah, classic well done but much love to Carmelo Hayes love what he's doing moving on though putty going on to AEW so Sting your boy won the tag team championships huh shocker with Darby Allen right before his retirement match but at the end of the show the young bucks made their presence felt Drainmaker at dream Dream Bang Banger. Oh my god, I definitely used this guy before. After the attack, Young Bucks, they uh they had an interview. We're covered in your DNA now. 
Matthew and Nicholas Jackson in their $5,000 bloody suits say that Sting and Darby forced their hands, but as EVPs, they have to make tough decisions. AEW is their baby, damn it. I'm digging what the Young Bucks are doing, man. Like, this is this the best version of the Young Bucks that we've seen? I think so. I'm talking about it last week, two weeks ago. I never was a care. I didn't care for see, uh, the Young Bucks, but now they've won me over. This is this character, this new persona they got going on is in- intriguing. The new names, the new a- attitudes. Yeah, all right. Now I'm uh, winning me over here. Those suits are not $5,000 away. No fucking way. No, they definitely yeah. did not look $5,000. They definitely don't have that type of money to get $5,000 suits to piss away. This and new cocky, have- new cocky arrogance they got going on here. It's They can do a lot here. They can do a lot here. A lot of potential here to uh, make a huge impact in this company. We'll see what happens when they're going to be they're gonna be tag team champions in a couple weeks, right? What do they do now that they're going to have total power? We don't know. We don't know. I'm just I'm in, I'm in, I'm in for this ride. I'm in for this ride. Now, it's weird. Feel weird saying that about the Young Bucks, but right? It feels dirty. It does feel weird because me and you, like we we've said we, we've never been the biggest fans of them, but like. I, I think since what happened with the whole CM Punk fiasco, like they kind of had no choice but to lean into this. In a way, they should be thanking CM Punk because True. this is their best gimmick yet. Like they really are owning this as the EVP snobs abusing their power. That's a little thing. In too. a way, we're, it's the little things, right? Like the Matthew Nicholas thing. And just like the, that's renaming that's the VTE trigger, the EVP trigger. I'm like, that's brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Gold. Gold. Yeah. Gold. There, there's just so much they can do with this. And, like, uh, you could see they're having fun with it. You know, Vince, was the, uh, Vince was the bad authority figure. You know, Triple H was the bad heel authority figure for a while. AEW doesn't have a heel authority figure. Now you do. Now you, you definitely you, It do. opens the doors for a lot of new angles and storylines going forward. You have an on-screen authority figure. Two of them. So see what happens. Looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely, man. Like, the only other one doing it right now... Like it just started was The Rock, board of directors. And let's transition to that right now, buddy. We had the press conference on Thursday night, probably the biggest press conference of all time. Yeah. You know, lots, lots of things were said, lots of things happened. The Rock slapped Cody Rhodes across the face. The Rock cursing out Triple H afterwards. A couple times. And then, yeah. And afterwards, what, what did The Rock say? Fix it or we will. Well, Triple H, he fixed it. Triple H at Triple H made this blockbuster announcement after a press conference. Decision made. Cody Rhodes gets the chance to finish the story when he challenges Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania 40. And a hell of a graphic, too, by the way. Buddy, we just talked about the Young Bucks abusing their authority. The Rock is technically Triple H's boss. He is the board. He's on the board of directors. This announcement being made, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns WrestleMania. We're all for it, but is it definitely a lock? Yes, get over it. It's it's a lock. It's a lock. Get over it. Okay, you were you were all worked. You were all played. You feel you fell right into a little trap and their little plans. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in a long time. Great storytelling. Well, you worked. Everybody bought this, into this. This, this, this was, was genius. A, a, apparently, this was not the original plan. Allegedly. Yeah, I don't believe. Allegedly, that. I don't believe that. I don't believe it either. Like, like uh, you, can't, you can't change it in three days. Right. My wife, she watched the press conference with me. And she asked, like, you know, what was this the plan the whole time? Did, did they fool everyone? I said, I think they did. Yeah. I it, think it, this was like long-term storytelling right here. 
yeah, it was really well done. Really well done. And I think someone said you, they booked the T-Mobile Arena months in advance. You can't, it's not something you can get on a whim. And I was thinking, yeah, like, who would you be able to pack that arena if it was going to be Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, as is? I think you get a good turnout. Yes. That turnout? No. 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 That was a that was a hell of a turnout. I think it was masterfully done. And I was laying in bed one night. I couldn't fall asleep. And I was like, how is this going to play out? And for a split second, I did think, oh, maybe you turn the rock heel and go against. Like, the rock I, is heel. The rock is definitely heel here. So, But I just didn't give it too much mind. Right? Because I'm like, oh, no, I don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Then I was watching the Pat McAfee show and the whole Cody Crybaby thing. Oh, snap. Very mm, heelish. Right. He came up very heelish Oh, totally. Then he came out, dressed all in black, then cut that fucking sick-ass promo. Uh, it just, it was brilliant. And he worked. They worked everybody. This is one, I, how, how often do you work the entire world like this? I haven't, don't remember the last time this happened. This is amazing. And Seth Rollins was great in that spot, too. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, I love every minute of this. It, it, I, feel like, I feel like there's definitely something bigger here. I don't. As much as I want to see Roman versus Cody, I don't necessarily feel like it's set in stone, per se. I feel like something else is going to happen. I think we're just in the beginning of the first inning here of, of this massive story that's about to be told. You don't watch baseball. Don't use, the, don't use that analogy. You don't watch baseball. <laughs> what stood out to me, though, was like Roman Reigns looked small next to The Rock. He always stood behind The Rock. In so many ways. In like, so many ways. It looked like Rock was now in charge. Is Rock now head of the table? No. And, and that had to be and that had to be by design. Yeah, it had to, to be. be. And you saw afterwards when they were walking out together and how Paul Heyman was just staring at the Rock the whole time. Yeah. Roman Reigns, for the first time in three and a half years, looked like Jey Uso or Jimmy Uso. And Rock looked like Roman Reigns. It, it's something that was weird to see. It was so weird. That's why I was curious. Uh, hopefully it was tonight. I knew I didn't think it would be tonight, but next Friday... Both of them are coming back. It was uh, looking forward to see how this plays out because so, all these so, had questions. How does The Rock figure in here to WrestleMania? It sounds like The, the Rock is definitely competing at WrestleMania according to reports. No clue. No clue. And I'm, I don't know. And I'm loving this. I just, I just, just, I'm just loving I said it last week. I have no clue what's going on. And I'm loving it. I'm loving not knowing this for the first time. It's great. I, I feel I feel giddy. I do feel like yeah, a, the a, word, a little yes. child again. Yeah. Oh, what's, ha- what's happening? I don't know. I feel like a little kid. Like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> what's wrong? What's going to do with the Rock, Mommy? What's going on with the Rock now? No, we don't know. We don't know. Who's he face? He's not. Gonna, he's not going to stand in the corner of Roman Reigns. No, there's no, no way. There's no way. And they're building up tension like, between him and Seth Rollins. But now they have this uh, elimination chamber. He has to face somebody. I don't know what's going on. I don't think it's going to be a triple threat. I don't see that happening. No. What I do see happening, what potentially happening, The Rock could probably say, like, hey, Cody, you want your match with, with Roman Reigns. You have to go through me first, night one. Winner goes to face Roman Reigns, night two. That's possible. We'll see what happens. Right? Like, The, the Rock and Roman Reigns definitely go, go, come to blows, though, at some point. I don't know, because now they seem on the same page. They seem united front. Right, but like I'm they, saying, there was the long no animosity. Game. Everyone's everyone's talking about the long game. It's not going to end at WrestleMania. It's not okay. Like at WrestleMania 40, that is. It's not going to end there. Like I, I can definitely see where Roman Reigns possibly turns face and goes against The Rock. What was this move? What was that move? Oh, wow! <laughs> Never cease to amaze me, my friend. Never cease to amaze. I don't like, know. I don't know. See something like that happening. I have no clue. I have no clue, and I want to give it too much thought. I want to be surprised. I want to enjoy this ride. 
It's been a while since I can just sit back and relax. That's all you ever want to do. You just want to sit back and relax. Yeah, so let's uh, wrap things up here, right? All right, buddy. We we have one more topic to go into. We have SmackDown. Huge thing. We we wanted to talk about this last week, actually. But, you know, The Rock and Cody Rhodes obviously, uh, you know, put a damper on all that. But Once again, Bailey getting disrespected. Bailey getting – yeah, no, yeah, agreed. But Bailey and Dakota stole the show here tonight. Again, uh, Shay at Mello is Monet. Interesting. Okay. Uh, the best storyline going on right now, 100%, because now I can't tell, even tell if Dakota is being serious and has Bailey's back, or this is all a game and she's planning to turn on her too. Putty, what do you think? Can Bailey trust Dakota Kai? No, you can't. Mm-hmm. She has to win back that trust because Bailey can't trust any of these people anymore. Talking behind her back, Dakota wasn't there last week, but can Dakota speak Japanese too? You would imagine, right? She's, I think, she's I think so, yeah. Japan, she's been right? kind of translating, right? She's been translating. I think she spent time in Japan as well, too. I think that's where she came from. So she got to mm-hmm. be fluent in there. So was she talking smack about Dakota as, uh, Bailey as well? But if she was, Bailey shouldn't have given her the time of day or wouldn't be questioning her. A lot more questions, a lot of something you don't know either. I can see this going either way. I hope not. I hope Bailey, Bailey needs a friend. Come on. Let's, let's, let's give Bailey some props here. Come on. Bailey deserves it. Let's not fuck her over again. I mean, Dakota Kai, I mean, one could say, like, she showed her loyalty to Bailey by defending her in that ring. However, if you notice, Dakota didn't connect with anyone. She just no. swung the chair around. And then she right. looked at Bailey with the cocked chair ready to go. But she put it down. Exactly. Exactly. So lots of questions here. You know, it, it could easily be a ploy. Easily. Like, Bailey could get screwed over at WrestleMania because of Dakota Kai. Easily. Easily. Because everyone wants Bailey to win, too. Everybody, but everyone wanted Cody Rhodes last year to win. Do you, do, do you repeat this on this angle? Oh, more disrespect for Bailey? Oh, man. Imagine. But it make that moment so much sweeter when she finally gets it. It does set her up to be the biggest face uh, on the women's division for SmackDown, at least. Yeah. If not the whole company. Which they need. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, Becky Lynch definitely has that on lock, I think. Getting up there. She's getting up there. You know, she she definitely... Hey, listen, Be- Bailey's Becky, Becky Lynch is up there. Talent. Becky Lynch is up there. But Bailey has the momentum going on her side right now. It's a fresh turn. She does. That's behind her now. She does. Bailey's, I, Becky's I been there. She was, she, Bailey needs this. I think Bailey was her surprised herself with like, the the pop that she got in SmackDown. Yep. And we haven't seen face Bailey in a while. Last time we did was the hugger gimmick, the ponytail. Right. I'm curious to see how this plays out. And I do I do appreciate the fact that like, I did hear fans cheer, like, hug it out with yeah. uh, Bailey and Dakota. I am glad Bailey didn't. No, he can't. Because she needs, to, she needs to go so far away from that hugger gimmick. Yeah, uh, but she plus, needs to she create trust something her. of her own. You can't hug somebody you don't trust. Right. Well, there's that, too, of course. Yeah, but, so. like, no no hugging. Don't, Bailey, don't hug anyone. I'll unless you're a, giving a, a belly to belly. I'll take a hug. Nah. You don't need a hug. For Bailey, yes, I do. Love Bailey. <laughs> Anything else for TV, my friend? No, that is it, my friend. All right, then. Let's wrap things up. I didn't go home without you, my friend. Oh, man. Dude, my, my birthday's coming up, apparently. Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, I just realized it's like a week from today. Nice. On a Friday? Shit. Yeah. Are you going to do the show next Friday? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the show. 
I'll do the show. I get, I'm not doing anything on the day of. It's like the next day, I think um, my wife and I and our daughter were going to go out to Connecticut. There's an aquarium out there that we're going to take her to. Mystic? Mystic, yeah. That's a nice one. Yeah, there's uh, apparently a really good pizza place over there, too. We're going to check oh, out. Yes. They made a movie out of it. Mystic Pizza, right? Yeah. Never been. Yeah, but so I've been to the aquarium when I was younger. It's a, it was a nice spot. So we're going to do that up. Yeah, and that's it. That's, that's my birthday. Great. Nice. And Valentine's Day, your birthday, could be a fun week for you. Super Bowl as well. Yeah, it's going to be a good week. And then, uh, actually, it's, it's funny. Like, ah, uh, dude, I was so mad. Like, so we all, we like to do something just ourselves for our birthdays, my wife and I. You know, so the SAG Awards are coming up. And there's supposed to be a SAG throwing a big party in New York City for it. Okay. And, like, you know, I, was, I told my parents, like, hey, like, can you can you come out babysit Carly that day? Blah blah blah. I tell asked my parents if they could come babysit my daughter that day. This is sure. So my wife and I were, were gearing up to go to the city to uh, for the Sag Awards party, right? This this is our plan. This is going to be like you know nice. a date night for my birthday. Blah blah blah. I didn't realize that like, you know you had to register by a certain time. Oh. Like I, I knew RSVPs open on, on a specific date, and I was like, I, I put that in the calendar. I was going to do it. I go in there; it was already all booked up. Oh shit! Like I didn't even know, like you know, it was going to get to capacity. I didn't necessarily know like that was a thing. Yeah, I, I was like, oh fuck, that sucks. So uh, yeah, I was like, want want. I told my wife about it. So we're, we're doing something else instead. But I'm so bummed out, man. Like because th- that's on me. I fucked up. You did. I fucked up my own birthday. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Right. You have a birthday come up too, man. What, what are you doing? Pff, nothing. No one cares. Nothing another day in the calendar. I care. Thanks. I care. I asked. Thanks. Nothing. We're going to fucking karaoke with AJ. Yes. On the yes. Tw- on the 20th. I'm looking forward to that. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but you know what? It couldn't hurt to ask. Can I get a personal day that, the next day? No. I'm still, I'm still not eligible for personal days. I'm like, Ugh. can I call it? Oh, can man. I call it? Check? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, so that sucks. Takes away the fun out of it, but do what you got to do. How early do you have to be in by? I get in at 8, wake up around like a quarter after 6. Oh, man, that, that's kind of early. It's fucking rough, yeah. I used to work for a bank, mm-hmm. and I would get, uh, I think, three weeks vacation. But in a bank, you might remember this, you have to take two weeks together. That gives them enough time in case you're stealing or trying to finagle anything. It flushes through the system, and somebody can catch it. Mm-hmm. I have four. I'm going to have four weeks vacation. Nobody gets a week off. I have to take it in fucking days. It's very rare. You get. You're never gonna get two weeks off, but you might get a week off here and there. I'm like, oh, you fuck, kidding me? Can I get a new job now? Can I quit? Quit? I was. So, oh my god, really? I was so fucking devastated. I'm like, oh shit, that's gonna be a huge adjustment for me. Like you can't get like a full week off if you want to. You like, can. If you want to go somewhere. It, you can, but it's not guaranteed. But there's no nice. chance I'm going to get two weeks off. No chance. At I mean, all. two weeks. Two weeks off is a long time. Yeah, but I'm so I'm, like, I'm so I'm so used to it. I know. I know. You're so used to it. I always look forward to that every year. But uh, actually, I I don't remember me having to take two weeks off when I worked at a bank. A, a clip. I don't know, but I, it, it was mandatory uh, by law. Dude, if if anything, I had to I had to come in. On my days off, sometimes on my on my vacation days, sometimes like help out at the branch. Well, I've done that. Yeah, I was fucking pissed. 
I still, oh, I still dude, have more coworkers texting me. Hey, by the way, do you remember X, Y, and Z? Dude, it's been like two months. Leave me alone. Right, right. Dude, I remember uh, within a month of when I left the bank, actually, the person who replaced me resigned. Mm. And they asked if I could come help out. Well, I think someone else. Like, dude, no, I'm gone. I, I, I'm not even Long Island anymore. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> they just suck your soul. Like it's weird. I miss sometimes. I miss the regular grind of a nine to five, getting like the regular steady paycheck. But like I hear stories all the time, and it's just like, man, I I really don't. <laughs> I really don't at all. No, you're not missing much. You're not missing much at all. Still waiting for that lottery to hit. Still waiting for that lottery to hit. And every year, old job, I get a raise in bonus every year. Not here. Mm. So it's, oh, that sucks. So it's it's a it's a great great change, great new start for me. I'm enjoying it. Uh, but there's a lot of downfalls to it too. I'm learning. I'm like, Ugh. you live and learn, my friend. Yeah, I mean the, the the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I mean, like even with what oh, it's I much do, greener. Like, it's much know, greener, it's... but uh, that's some <laughs> patches of brown. There's definitely patches yeah. of brown. I, I I'm the same way here. Like you know, I have my own company and I, I, I'm an actor. But like, you're an actor. You never mentioned that. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Speaking of which, you could find me at yourfavoriteactor.com. I oh, know. I... Yeah, yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media links are on there. As we wrap up the show, you can find some of Shaw Wrestling in there as well. Please like and subscribe to our pages and follow us on all forms of social media at Shot of Wrestling. Huddy, what about you? I think you covered it all. You just want to end the show yourself? I mean, you're taking full control here. Like you're, you're castrating me of my power and duties here. <laughs> wow, okay. I should go fuck myself. I, I, it's your I'm show, right? Rocky I, I just pressed, I just I'm the, the Rocky Roman Reigns. <laughs> I guess so, right? Anyway, for Mark Schwan, I have been your host at Muggsy Putty. Until next week, Putty out. Schwan is out. Get that out and. Uh... Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>